When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am. And today I have a story time that was sent in to me by a subscriber who works at a fast food place. It's a pretty popular one, but it's one of those ones that is franchised out so like each store has a different owner. And you know, he didn't necessarily say that the job was glamorous. It wasn't something he was hyped to get up and go to, but it was a job that like paid you and the guy needed a job so he ended up working working there and everybody else who worked there was in a pretty similar situation where they were like yeah the job kind of sucks but we need to work and because of that there wasn't a lot of whining going on whenever this dude was working you know everybody who had a job at the store just did their job and shut up and went home at the end of their shift and it made it not that bad to work there right but one day he comes into work and sees that they had hired a new kid named Daniel in the area that this particular store was in was in like a, a nice area with a lot of rich families and everyone knew instantly as soon as Daniel was hired that he came from one of the rich families in the area because you know he managed to tell everyone day one it's like that dude you know you know how you can tell if someone has rich parents because they'll make sure to mention it in the first 45 seconds literally on the first day he was just kind of casually dropping into every conversation with someone yeah my dad makes like one 10 million dollars a year which I love to him that sounds like a normal sentence but like you know in my mind there's a huge difference between making one and ten million dollars a year like if someone's making ten million dollars a year bro they're like doing whatever they want man they're probably just like buying their neighbor's house if they get a noise complaint one million dollars a year is a crap ton of money don't get it twisted but you're not like taking private jets on vacation that's a ginormous range oh my dad makes one to ten million oh yeah you know my dad makes one to one billion dollars in that range somewhere regardless the entire day he's just kind of obnoxiously flexing the fact that like oh my dad has money my dad has a lot of money and when he's not flexing the fact that his dad had a lot of money he was just complaining about literally everything and not a normal amount you know like obviously I'm somebody that uh, I'm a complainer I can't lie but there's a line where you just like are over complaining and just annoying everyone around you like everything was the absolute end of the world it wasn't just him being like man it's hot back here in this kitchen no it would be like hey Daniel can you go take out the trash and he would be gagging saying I'm gonna puke the entire time he was taking the trash out which listen maybe you don't like trash but believe it or not if you work at a fast food place part of the job is taking out the trash every now and then he would come back in from taking out the trash like almost in tears complaining about how that was one of the hardest things he's ever had to do and listen you know like I said trash is gross it's not known for being super super fun but at the end of the day you know you need to just kind of do your job and get over it and obviously by the end of the day all of his co-workers were getting annoyed they'd been flexed on he'd just been complaining turning everything into some big dramatic issue and at the end of the day he was told to clean the grill it had obviously gotten dirty through the day and so the manager cleaned one side and showed him how to do it and then was like all right you want you need to do the other which listen I'm sure cleaning the grill isn't fun but the manager just showed you how to do it and it's one of those 
those things you probably just need to know how to do. But Daniel just kind of stands there staring at the manager, almost confused with what he was just told to do. Like you could just tell that uh, all the numbers were in the calculator, but it just really wasn't computing. And so the manager is still standing there with him and asks him to clean the other grill. And still, yet again, he just kind of stares back at him. So at this point, the manager has asked him twice, and Daniel literally hasn't said a word back to him. He's just sitting there staring at him like he's trying to compute what language the manager just said it in. And so, you know, Daniel looks and finally decides to say something and goes, I don't really want to clean the grill. It's pretty gross, and it feels a little bit beneath me. And the manager is kind of taken aback by what he just said, like, can't believe he would say that. And he goes, well, you have to understand that it's a part of the job and uh, you kind of just have to learn how to do it. And Daniel is like, oh, fine, I guess I'll do it. But trust me, I'm not going to be happy about it. And the manager's like, I can live with that. So he starts to clean the grill and he takes three times as long as like somebody normally would, right? It is his first time, so it would take a little bit longer. But the reason it took him three times as long to clean the grill was mainly because he was just complaining the entire time, talking loudly about how it was so unfair that he had to clean it, it was so gross, it's not safe to have anyone cleaning this. Like, just all that type of stuff. Just stuff that makes no sense. Like, oh, it's unsafe for anyone to clean a grill? Well, my goodness, then how does every restaurant that has a grill manage to stay open? Wow, is, is everyone just putting their lives on the line every day? I'm sure cleaning a grill isn't fun. I'm sure it's not glamorous. That being said, to just be whining the entire time about how it's so unfair. Like, what, what are you talking about? I'm sure when you applied for the job, they were like, you're going to have to take trash out and clean grills. And one of the other co-workers there was starting to get really annoyed. And, you know, finally decided to say something to Daniel along the lines of like, look, dude, everybody here has to clean the grill. It is what it is. Just shut up and do it. And basically, the way that it worked is there was a rotating schedule to clean the grill so you didn't have to do it every day and you know literally everyone there was eventually on the schedule to clean the grill and they didn't complain and make it take three times as long so he was just pointing out like look this isn't exclusively your job we know it kind of sucks but everybody just has to know how to do it but Daniel got mad at the co-worker for pointing this out and started saying that it was different for him to do it versus the other co-workers because he didn't like the work and the co-worker that had been arguing with him a little bit is taken aback by what Daniel says and was like bro do you think we love this job you think we like this work nobody likes it but we're getting paid to do it so just do it and Daniel couldn't believe that that co-worker had said it to him you know it was almost like in his mind he thought everybody really loved their job here and you know even if you hate your job I understand complaining I understand making fun of it but just like whining to whine and being like oh this is so beneath me when everybody else also does the work is also kind of talking crap about your co-workers obviously though you know the co-worker is is not gonna back down on this so Daniel tries again to be like well I don't really like it you guys kind of like it and the co-worker doubles down and goes no man trust me no one loves doing it but it's just something we gotta do and thankfully, Daniel kind of realized at that point that he wasn't going to win the argument. There was nothing he could really say to make himself look fantastic in response to that. So he just finished cleaning the grill and then clocked out and went home. And basically, everybody, the co-worker who argued with him included, just kind of forgot about the situation. Because it wasn't really a situation, you know? Like, it just truthfully wasn't that big of a deal. But uh, I guess in Daniel's mind, it was the equivalent of World War III because he went home and decided to report the altercation to management, but of course took the liberty to like embellish it quite a bit, say that the co-worker had threatened to beat him up for complaining. 
and you know obviously that's just a crappy move because if you're gonna report an altercation there better be an altercation and there just really wasn't one all that the guy had done was said that you should stop whining because everybody has to do what you're whining about and it's just a part of the job I don't really consider that an altercation it's just like you know a small little I guess verbal confrontation but even confrontation sounds like too big of a word for what it was anyways Daniel kind of told the manager everyone had attacked him and obviously Daniel hadn't been attacked at all he was just being crazy dramatic for some reason trying to get everyone in trouble but the manager has to like you know go through the corporate policy for if somebody reports feeling uncomfortable so he ends up calling a meeting to address inner team bullying and says that everyone has to come in and you know on any given day not everyone who's employed at the store has to come in so a lot of people who weren't scheduled to come in that day are annoyed the people that were coming in later that day are annoyed everyone's annoyed because it's just a pain to call a huge inner team meeting and they're especially annoyed because nobody really had issues with each other so they're like what bullying is going on like why didn't someone talk to us before reporting it to the management because nobody had any clue what it was at this point right and the meeting itself immediately starts not on the good foot because the manager just starts lecturing everyone about how like we can't threaten to push people around you know you can't threaten to slam a co-worker's hand onto the grill it's not funny and everyone's like sitting around and someone literally asked the manager if he's kidding because none of that had ever happened like everyone's asking the manager what he's talking about and the manager says that he had been informed about the situation of co-workers bullying Daniel and everybody still is like the new kid who's worked you know two shifts like who's bullying him what are you talking about there hasn't been any issues and at that point Daniel feels the need to pipe up and get involved for some reason and he says that everyone kept threatening him on the first day and he's not gonna work under those conditions and he won't have it at all and everybody is just like dude what are you talking about and at that point the co-worker who had kind of argued with him goes is this really about the us and our argument we had and Daniel was like yeah yeah. And the coworker is like, man, I wasn't bullying you. I just told you to stop complaining so much about something that everybody that works here has to do because we all just have to do it and it's annoying to listen to you complaining. And Daniel belches out, you know, well, that's basically the same thing. Which, I mean, it's just really not, okay? Because what really happened was, hey man, please stop complaining. And you went to the manager and said that people were threatening to push you into the grill and fight you and everyone attacked you all day. It's just really not the same thing, bro. Like, some Someone saying they don't like you complaining is not them attacking you. And at that point, everybody at the meeting starts to defend the co-worker because it's obvious that Daniel is just exaggerating this entire situation, turning it into something that it's not. And the manager is starting to look confused now because he thought that this was a bullying situation. You know, he thought everyone was making fun and hazing the new kid. And so he starts asking everyone who was on the shift to tell him what happened. And the subscriber who witnessed the entire altercation gives him his summary and confirms the fact that, you know, Daniel was not threatened by any one no one was going to throw him on the grill they have no clue what he's talking about and at this point the manager is really looking pissed off and he asked Daniel like why did you claim that you were threatened you know why would you do that if they never threatened you and his explanation was that he apparently doesn't do the poor people work like cleaning stuff and he thought that if he complained and got someone fired he wouldn't have to do it anymore because the manager would feel bad that's obviously like one pretty psycho and two like just an insane amount of hoops to jump through just quit the job like clearly you're not really vibing with anything that you got to do here man 
And especially to just make them call an all-staff meeting, make it into this big thing just because you don't want to clean a grill. Like, what? And even, let's pretend for a second that it did work. Like, let's just pretend the manager blindly believes Daniel and fires his co-worker. Does he just think that that's magically going to prevent him from doing any of the work? Like, what, the manager's going to be like, hey, can you take the trash out? And you're going to be like, oh, I got someone fired. And he's going to go, oh, yeah, never mind. You just stand there. Like, I I even think if you get someone fired, they're going to expect you to, like, step up the production because there's one less person on staff. Obviously, he's never had a job before. That's just not how it works. And the manager is just kind of standing there at a loss for words at this point, pissed off, and says that the meeting is over and, like, everyone can go home. And because not everyone was even already supposed to be at work, a lot of people leave fast as possible. You know, they're like, I'm out of here. I don't want to be at work for any longer than I have to. But the co-worker, who had been accused by Daniel of, like, bullying him and threatening to push him into a grill, walks over to Daniel and is like, dude, what is your problem why are you trying to get me fired and Daniel is like no I wasn't trying to get you fired I just don't want to accept being bullied at work and the co-worker is like I just don't really understand how it's bullying to ask you to do your job without whining and Daniel doubles down on the whole I don't do poor people work argument by being like well you know like I said I don't do poor people work so you can't pressure me to do it and the co-workers just like I don't understand why you're calling it poor people work when it's just the job description I just don't understand Daniel's thought process either to call it poor people work when it's a job that you have. I don't really think poor people work is a thing, right? Like a job is a job at the end of the day. I think if you're shaming someone who's working and making money, it's kind of cringe in general because like at least they're working, right? But if you really, let's just roll with Daniel's logic for a second. If you really think about it, if cleaning and cooking is a poor person job, right? Like let's pretend that Daniel's right. If cooking and cleaning is a poor person job and you don't want to do it, why did you get a job at a restaurant, dude? Like, I feel like cooking and cleaning is literally the only things that you know you're going to be doing at a restaurant 100%. Like, if you really are some, oh, I'm above all the work. You picked a terrible job to be above the work. And I don't agree with Daniel. I don't really think poor people work is a thing. I think a job is a job. But the guy's just an idiot if he really does think this way. I'm just saying, man, like, if someone told me how they really hate driving, driving is the worst part of their day, their commute literally makes them want to die, and then got a job as a taxi driver, I would be like, oh, you don't have a lot of common sense. Anyways, at that point, the manager comes up to them too and joins the conversation and is kind of like, what do you mean by saying that you don't do poor people work and then listing every job that's here? Like, what do you mean by that? And Daniel explains that he doesn't really want to have to do bottom level work and he feels like he's above it. And the manager looks at him and tells him that like, well, you applied for the bottom position here, so you should expect that type of work. And Daniel starts to argue back and forth with the manager and says something along the lines of like, well then if you give me bottom level work, I'm not going to try to do it very well, so be prepared for the quality of work to drop if that's what you want. You know, just kind of threatening to do a bad job. And the manager is sitting there stupefied because you would think at this point Daniel would be apologetic, be like, look, I'm so sorry for making this meeting happen. I'm so sorry for pretending that everyone wanted to shove me onto the grill. But no, he's just saying like, I'm going to do a bad job. And on top of that, I'm going to be annoyed. Like what? This guy has proven that he's just kind of willing to make stuff up to get people in trouble. And on top of that, he's not going to do any work. This is just a terrible employee. Let's keep it a buck fifty. And so the manager does something that he should have done a long time ago and looks at Daniel and just tells him like, you're fired, dude. This isn't going to work. And Daniel's face when those words slip out of the manager's lip is pure shock. Like he didn't think that was possible. He didn't think that was going to happen. And he tells the manager, well, you can't just fire me. Like, what are you firing me for? 
anymore just because I don't want to do the work. And the manager looks at him and is like, yeah, basically, because duh, what do you think is going to happen when you A, are causing a lot of problems, B, not doing your work. And then when the manager's like, do you do your work? You tell him like, no, I'm just not going to do it. And you have to deal with that. Well, yeah, he's probably going to fire you at that point. And who can really blame him? Like, honestly, what did you expect him to do in that situation? Oh, yeah. You know what? Forget it, Daniel. We'll just give you the manager role instead, since you just don't want to do any of the work that people uh, usually do at this job. Obviously, you're going to get fired for that type of behavior. And at that point, Daniel starts trying to argue with the manager to, like, keep his job or maybe his dignity. Who knows? And he's like, well, you don't have a good reason to fire me. I don't understand why you want me gone. And so the manager starts laying it out for him, right? He's like, look, you made up that your coworkers were bullying you. You don't want to do any of the work. You think you're above the work and you literally call the job that we do poor people work. It's just not going to work out, man. You clearly have no respect for anyone that works here. You clearly don't want to do the job, so you're fired. And I think those are enough reasons, you know, like I think that's more than enough. And I especially think Daniel doesn't understand that if you're saying you're above all the work and saying that everyone here is like stupid, your coworkers are going to hate you and it's probably better that you get fired just because it's going to make the rest of your coworkers pissed off. Imagine having to work with the dude that you knew just thought that you were an absolute moron. Like that sounds awful. And now Daniel realizes there's no escape. He's 100% getting fired. And at that point, he's like, okay, if the anger approach didn't work, I'll try sadness. So he starts crying and he's like, please, I need this job. Don't fire me. And the manager is confused once again at how fast everything's changed. And he's like, well, if you really needed this job, you should have done the work, but you didn't do the work and you're a nuisance. So no, like it's over. You simply can't come back here. Like you are fired. The situation isn't going to work. I'm sorry. No matter what in this situation, no one's going to like working with this dude again. Like, let's just keep it a buck fifty. Remember when I, uh, you know, caused all those problems, said I was above all of you and you guys sucked? Well, we're working together for the next nine hours, so let's get used to each other. Like, yeah, it's probably just easier for the company if they just let you go. And once Daniel realizes that sadness isn't going to work, right, it's replaced with anger once again. You know, he's, he's just flipping between them, Jekyll and Hyde it out there. And he's like, fine, forget this. I don't need this job anyways. I'm too good for it. You know, I was just lying about needing it to see if I could keep the job and how dumb you were. I'm above all of this. And the manager's not getting baited. Obviously, Daniel is just trying to get the manager pissed off just to make him mad. I, I don't know, like just trying to bait him into it. And he's not falling for it. And he's like, well, man, if you're really above this job and it's stupid and you don't need it, then good for you. Seriously, good for you because you're fired anyways. And at that point, Daniel starts yelling something about how like they're going to regret firing one day. It's going to be the biggest mistake they've ever made. And as he's storming out of the restaurant, he like flips over a few more chairs just to add to the dramatics of it. Like, listen, dude, if you're really going to be flipping chairs and being dramatic and screaming that they'll regret it one day after you get fired, you're definitely not getting rehired. I mean, listen, there was no way Daniel was keeping his job either way, but I think going full Karen mode on the way out is probably not a good way to leave a, a lasting impression. Well, it will leave a lasting impression, just not one you want, you know? You don't want people to see you on the street and be like, oh, that's the unhinged dude that was uh, throwing chairs in the lobby of a fast food restaurant after he said he didn't want the job, so they fired him. But regardless, he just kind of storms out, flips some chairs, and the crew gets it fixed up pretty quick because it's just not hard to reflip over chairs. He didn't break anything. But as they're cleaning it up, the staff is kind of walking up to the manager and thanking him for firing Daniel, which, man, you really have to suck for that to happen. Like, 99% of the time, anywhere that I've worked, the manager is, like, the de facto evil 
evil villain. Even if they're a good manager, it's just something for all the workers to be like, oh, he didn't give me the day off. He sucks. So if all of your workers are coming up to you and thanking you for firing someone, then that person has to be like the equivalent of torture to work with. Because usually everyone's just complaining about the manager. Like Daniel must have been basically the equivalent of getting waterboarded for eight hours straight for everyone to be thanking the manager for letting him go. Anyways, uh, I guess Daniel's future life plan is to just somehow miraculously get a job where he doesn't have to do any work at all or work himself up the levels at all. You know, like I feel like no matter what job you're thinking of doing with your life, you have to accept the fact that when you're brand new to it, you're probably going to have to do a lot of the crappy work people don't want to do. And the better you get at it and the longer you're there, the more you kind of get to pick and choose what jobs you have. I don't I don't really understand Daniel's entire approach here because it just doesn't make sense and it's never going to happen. Best of luck with getting a magic job that you'll uh, automatically be the CEO of, big bro. Seriously, uh, good luck, Daniel. I'm wishing him luck because, you know, it's, it's impossible in the first place. It's not that he deserves the good luck. It's just like wishing somebody good luck to catch a leprechaun. You can wish him luck all day. Let's be honest. It's just not going to happen. Anyways, I would recommend if you are going to get a job, make sure, one, uh, that you can just, like, do what the job entails. And two, um, you know, maybe don't argue with the manager and make stuff up to try to get people fired because that's pretty weird. Regardless, guys, I think that's going to do it for the video. If you did enjoy it, I would really appreciate you taking a second to press the like button. It helps the video do quite a bit better. So, uh, you know, go ahead and press the like button. And while you're down there, go ahead and comment the word water bottle. If you've made it this far into the video, it just helps it hit recommended and I would appreciate it. You could also subscribe and turn on those notifications if you haven't already so you never miss another video. And if you want to listen to these stories offline without gameplay, whatever floats your boat, I do post the audio versions of these on Spotify. The link is down below in the description. Feel free to go check that out. And and uh, yeah, on that note, guys, that'll do it for the video. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. And hopefully I will see each and every single one of you guys next time with another video. I'm out. Peace.